Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I am here with the talented Danny Stefanetti. How are you doing? Hey, Donna. How are you going? Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so glad we can meet up and connect and get to do yes, this. Yes. I love seeing you guys on Twitter, so it's fine. It's great to finally do an interview with y'all. Oh, well, thanks so much. I'm so glad that <laughs> you get to follow us on Twitter and things like that and yeah. share your stuff as much as we can, you know? Oh, thank you. You guys do. You, you support me a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's our goal in life. So tell me, yep. we'd love to start off with a difficult question. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's a good one, I promise. Go okay for it. <laughs> who, who is Danny Stefanetti? Who is Danny Stefanetti? I am a girl from Perth, Australia, and I'm a singer, songwriter, guitarist. Um, who am I? I don't know. If I'm, I'm a dog person, and I love guitars. And I love tea and I love people. That pretty much sums me up. <laughs> That's a great, just sums you up. Like, I love that. It yeah, was just simple and like, straightforward. You know, like, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> and I love writing songs. Oh, that's beautiful. So when did you, um, now I know obviously from Australia to the U.S. Tell me, mm-hmm. you know, what was the, the idea to jump? Was it because of your music? You wanted to bring your music and things like that? Or what, what was the goal yeah. for moving? Oh, so I'd been in Australia, you know, since I I grew up there. I I was born there. And then ever since I was um, around eight or nine, I I found the guitar, started taking lessons and performing soon after. And after about 10 years of doing the, you know, gigging around Perth and doing the Outback and gigs around Australia, um, after a couple of years of doing the hard yards, we call it, I decided it was time to challenge myself and go to a new place. And because I grew up on a lot of American country music, um, you know, Dolly Parton and the Eagles and also um, I'm a big fan of Keith Urban, even though he's Australian, I, I looked up to him that he'd, he'd made it in America and a lot of the great songs came from there in the heart of country. So I one day dreamed of, you know, heading out that way. But... I first went to LA. I felt called to go there first and was gigging. And now uh, here I am. I'm on my way to Nashville soon. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to come to America because I grew up on that music. It's definitely exciting. I always love to hear everyone's <laughs> story because everyone is unique and, you know, maybe their why and, and how and things like that. So, so it was great. To yeah. Know. Yeah. And I, I, I love being out here. So it's just a great, great country, great people. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm on the East Coast, so I have to admit, I love the West Coast. It's I We go out every uh, summer usually and stay out there for months on end in California, Oregon, Washington, all those states. And I'm just, yeah. I love I love the beaches out there and everything. It's just oh, so it peaceful is. to it's me. Gorgeous. It's very peaceful. I haven't made it out to Florida, but that's on my to-do list. <laughs> okay. I, I suggest not in the summertime. It's a little hot oh. here. Um, it's humid, it's a little apparently. Too hot. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> oh, yes, always weather. humid. 
Yeah. It's really nice now, like in February and January. So that I would recommend Florida, at least South Florida. North Florida, you can probably stomach in different times of the year, but sometimes it's just too hot. You know, you don't even want to be outside. You're like, it's too hot and too muggy. Well, I've heard, heard something that's similar to Florida, that's similar to Australia. And you guys have alligators. We have crocodiles. So that probably will feel like home over there. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. We always joke about the alligators here because, you know, I always say I'm like, you know, if there's water, there's a gator. That's it. Oh, really? You got to watch where you step. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh, so tell me about your latest release, 17 stars. Let's talk about that first. Well, where, where are my albums? They're, they're somewhere around, but I don't have one with me right now. I'm silly. Well, my album just came out. Well, it's coming out tonight on midnight, but I know that this doesn't air till March. So for those that are watching it now, it um, my album comes up, out on February 21st and it's my first album I've ever put out. So it was recorded live in Big Bear. I produced it, mixed it, mastered it um, and obviously sang and performed it and I'm so proud of it for people to hear these songs. Some of them were written in America and a uh, couple in back in Perth and I put a collection of my favorite songs I thought it kind of feels like a greatest hits even though I haven't got any hits yet <laughs> oh you know there's yeah. something when you do it all yourself sometimes it's just like you know yeah. and 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 I don't know if you're allowed to say any names yet but I guess when this released it will be out are there any that yeah. are like your babies that are like your favorite today and I know that changes daily and maybe all of them too but are there any that are like your favorite right now well, there's one that we we chucked on the record and it's called Moon Looks Pretty Tonight. And that was, you know, it's one of my most cheesy pop songs, but it did the best in my home country. So we put it on there and I was really happy about that because I, I, I love that song. <laughs> Moon Looks Pretty Tonight. I don't know if you've heard it. And um, there was a couple of newer songs like My Heart's Alarm and 17 Stars and some of them are getting a really great reaction. Yeah. So, I don't Absolutely. know. It's an amalgamation of a, di- a few different styles, and we got a bit of gospel in there, and, and yeah, just I-, I hope people like these songs. I love them, so but I'm a little bit biased. <laughs> I'm sure they will. And just as a reminder, links are in the description. People, go check them out. Then, oh, they should definitely yeah. check it out. And there's physical copies on my website as well. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. You know, sometimes in this day and age, everyone does everything digitally, so it's sometimes it's nice to be able to. Both, you know, physical and digital. Yeah, when when exactly. you're on the road, the digital's beautiful. When you're at home, sometimes just with that yeah. physical copy. Yeah, because then you can sign it and write a personal message. And actually, there was a, a little girl that was at my show on the weekend, and she was the first person to buy my first record out here. Oh. And she's only three years old. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So <laughs> her and her parents came up and wanted a CD. And I was like, you're the first person to get a copy. <laughs> yeah it's so awesome yeah so tell me was there some inspiration behind um some of these songs was there any, anyone in particular that you would like to start talking about um i know recently we were talking about 17 stars between myself and my yeah. co-host paula so we were talking about oh. that one recently um but uh is, are there any off here that you know writing wise you were just like it was just we got to this you know wasn't even planning on writing that wrote it and it was like done in 10 minutes or you know ridiculous times well, like that yeah, a lot of my best songs are written under 10 minutes or between 5 to 15 minutes. And 
there was one song in particular on this album that I knew when I wrote it, it was a special song. And I just, um, I'd been watching the movie Serendipity and you know how two people meet in Serendipity and time just pauses. So that was the concept behind it. And then I started writing this New York snowflake type song about a couple meeting and time pauses. And we had that on the record and that's personally one of my favourites that's on it. Uh, it felt like a very inspired song to write and same with 17 Stars. I wrote that on the farm where I live and um, it talks about family, faith and and staying who you are. So I really love playing 17 Stars to live crowds, especially out here in America. They really love it. It's a beautiful song. Thank you. Everybody so, has a little catchphrase for it, like I got 17 cats around me, I got 17 <laughs> guitars. It's, it's a, yeah, I like oh, hearing well, other people sing. I was talking earlier, I said I have a cat, so that makes me the crazy cat lady, although I don't have 17, <laughs> you know, I have, I have seven small animals uh, in the household, so, you know. Oh, wow, Close that's enough. a lot of animals running around. <laughs> yeah, they're all under like, you know, 15 pounds, so it's good. They're all, you know, small. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful oh. so tell me other than I know you mentioned Dolly Parton and things like that and, you know tell me who are some of your musical influences uh, some of my musical influences let's start with uh, Elvis Presley I he's my favorite singer of all time I have a very eclectic mix of what I listened to growing up and well, Eagles, Dire Straits, Shania Twain all the way to Britney Spears and then um I love Michael Bublé and jazz. Then I also love the blues players like Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jeff Beck, and Jimi Hendrix. So I, Bonnie Raitt as well, and I was so glad to see she won a Grammy. I was heavily influenced by Bonnie Raitt and Sheryl Crow growing up and a lot of those blues country crossover artists. So, yeah, that it, to put it in a, a nutshell, that's kind of, couple of my influences but it goes on forever because I listened to a lot of music growing up it's beautiful I don't think uh, yeah. there's ever any official bad music in the in life I mean there's some things we may not like but overall I don't believe there should be like I'm a genre person that loves everything so yeah yeah totally agree I was you. lucky to find yeah I was lucky to find my dad's old records and he had very good yeah. taste in music so <laughs> I just kind of started listening to what he had and I think that influenced my sound a lot. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And I would have never guessed Elvis if you didn't tell me. Really? Especially, yeah, there, you know, like my generation, okay, the millenniums and after, you know, for our generations there, you know, most of us wouldn't have thought Elvis would have been on like our, our list. Like, yes, we like him, we appreciate him, but as far as favorites, it's it's so refreshing to see that once in a while because, you know, I think of, you know, people older than me and things like that that would say that and, and just... It's just awesome. That's all. Yeah. It's, it's I, nice. I don't, no, music's universal and it never ages. It is. And the thing about Elvis was it's not just his music I like. It's just him as a persona and everything. He's and the way he dresses and his style. It's a lot of different elements of Elvis that for some reason fascinates me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So would you like to do our 13 crazy questions? Yes. Go for it. <laughs> Okay, there's no right or wrong answers, just fun gets to know you. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so tell me, even though you love yeah. all music, 
do you have any guilty pleasure music? Maybe, you know, something that no one really knows you actually listen to. Um, I don't know, some silly Hannah Montana, maybe some, I don't know. <laughs> Spice Girls. But I like the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I bought one of their records when I was little. Yes. I wanted to be Baby Spice. Aw. <laughs> oh, okay. So finish this line. Today, my favorite song is. Today, my favorite song is. Um, Peaceful, Easy Feeling by William, William Lee Golden and the Goldens. Beautiful. Yes. Tell us the best concert you've ever attended. The best concert I've ever attended. Um, it was uh, Tommy Emmanuel and it was live at Bursley Theatre. Tommy Emmanuel is one of Australia's best acoustic guitar players. Beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. I just want to go to Australia sometime, you know? I'm just going to have to, yeah, great. I'm gonna have to call you then and make sure you give me island. all the yeah, <laughs> places all the to go. And Yes. I'm trying to think hey, when you said that, what other concerts have I been to? There's so many. I'm trying to pinpoint one. And you know, it's funny because someone had answered that once and I had asked them and I interviewed them again because um, they were releasing some new music and they actually said yeah. different concerts. And I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> like, So I, I didn't realize until after the interview, I'm like, hey, I think that was a different than the first one. So I went back and checked. I'm like, yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. So I think I it just depends it. on the day, right? It depends on the day. That's right. Or what you remember on the day. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. So. Tell our audience uh, music recommendations that they need to listen to before they die. Ooh. Um, who should I start with? Uh, Golden Road by Keith Urban. Gary Clark Jr., all of his, you know, live albums and big bright lights, Bid City. Elvis, Pre um, Elvis Presley. Um, I was going to say Eric Clapton and Led Zeppelin III record when they did Bronway on Stomp and, and their little left to center songs. It's kind of underrated. I feel like more people should hear that record and not just their greatest hits. Um, and, oh, yeah, I have I don't have my CD here today because <laughs> I left it in the living room when I was doing some social posts. But these are the new records that my, my mates, William Lee Golden and the Golden, sent me. So I would recommend all three of these, especially this one, Southern Accents. Beautiful. I'm allowed to promote my friends, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we're about here. It's connection, exactly. building the platform and, and sharing everyone else's music and your own music. And yeah. That's exactly They're what my we're new doing. favorite country band, so that I've discovered. Yeah. Beautiful. Tell us something on your bucket list. It's on my bucket list to visit New York. It's on my bucket list to one day win a Grammy and um, it's on my bucket list to also go and buy more Spumoni ice cream from the shop. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like ice cream way too much. Well, when you get to Nashville, I was told there's a really good ice cream place there. I will okay. give you the name and make sure I send it over. Yes, please. And yes, please. you're going to have to check it out. So <laughs> I will. Report back. Sounds good. Please send it over. <laughs> oh, if we made a movie about your life tomorrow, who would you want to play you? Ooh. Oh, man. 
Um, that's a really hard question. <laughs> Who would you think would be good at playing me? I don't know. I've, you know, I've been picking Reese Witherspoon just because I've seen her do Ooh. music ones, you know, like, so I, I think she's capable yes. of doing anything awesome. Yes, let, let's, so. lock it in. let's lock it in. That's a good one. She yeah. did walk the line and she was good at as, um, yeah, as June Carter in walk the line. So yeah, let's go with Reese. I love it. Thanks. I'll call <laughs> her up tomorrow. We'll get started. Yeah. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Okay. So do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Uh, in case there's an apocalypse. Um, well, because I'm living on a farm, we I'm learning how to have a veggie garden and I think we just got a chicken coop. So, yeah, I am learning <laughs> tricks for how to survive. Um, but I don't know how well that's going, so we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Oh. Tell us something that you would never do, like jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Um, I'll go on like carousels, but I'm pretty scared of roller coasters. And I, I don't ever want to jump out of a plane. Mm -mm. Too scared. Okay, so nothing with heights. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I like flying, but not like jumping out of a plane. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. <laughs> You're the same? Yep. Yeah, I can't do it. It's too scary. People find that fun. That's cool, but I wouldn't find that fun. Well, I will say parasailing was fun. That's where you're like attached to the yeah. boat and then you go up. So you're, you're oh. attached to something when you go up. So it's pretty cool. That That's cool. That would be all right. Yeah. And I figured at worst case scenarios, if they let it go, we just float somewhere with the parachute and then hopefully come down in the water somewhere where there's not sharks or exactly. gators, right? Yeah, exactly. Or crocodiles. No, that's for an like Australia. a better yeah, they're pretty risk takers down there. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I I just don't mess with the prehistoric animals. I'm sorry. I love them. I, oh, I don't them. mind. They're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I grew up with insects and sharks, so I'm kind of used to it. But I'm your squirrels. I'm still getting used to your squirrels out here because they're everywhere. They are. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? Oh. <laughs> that went dark real quick, didn't it? <laughs> um, do you know a good place? <laughs> oh, that's a really dark question. What about the guitar case? <laughs> well, you know, in America here, we watch a lot of those weird channels like Investigation Discovery where, you know, they have shows like Wives with Knives and Fear Thy Neighbor and, you know, like those morbid murdering <laughs> shows, you know, things like that. Yeah. So, you okay. know, detective shows. We'll put it in the guitar case. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> Has anyone okay. answered it with that before? Uh, no one's answered it with a guitar case yet. That was the first one. So, yeah. Okay. I've, I've heard a lot of other good, weird things, unique and oh, you otherwise, have. you know. So, sometimes okay. it scares even me. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. But tell us something you're afraid of. Um, There's one animal I'm really afraid of, but I don't want to say it on the interview just in case. You know how, like, people, like, especially your close friends, like to prank you? So I'm not going to wow. tell them what it is. <laughs> what what am I afraid of though? 
Oh, my whole family's got a Pacific. We're all scared of the same animal. You should say dogs or something, you know, like. Just saying, I, I, you're a dog say, person. Okay, I will say. No, I don't want to say it just in case someone scares me with that animal at a gig, you know. It's like, hi, I'm a fan of yours. And then they bring the animal. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not scared of too many things. I am I was scared of the pandemic a little bit, but, you know, I'm glad. We're all back to normal. So that was a little scary, being in a different country during the pandemic. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Absolutely. And California was very strict, which is, was good in a way. They were trying to protect people and, and things like that. And, you know, so yeah, some, some states were a little more liberal and that was scarier, I think, but, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I'm scared of, but um, I, no, I, I can't think of it right now. It's left me. <laughs> There's some movies oh. that scare me a little bit, you know. Halloween movies. <laughs> mm, the scary ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so would you go to karaoke with me? Sure. What do you want to sing? I I don't know. I don't really go to karaoke. I just uh, I just been asking <laughs> everyone just in case it ever happens I weren't at karaoke, you know. And I warn everyone, it's that tone deafness. So I like oh. American I on the American Idol scale, I always warn everyone. It's like you remember that gentleman, William Hung, who really wasn't singing? He was kind of like talking yes! and trying to sing. Okay, yes! so if you have him at the, like, say he's at one and Carrie Underwood's at 10, I'd probably get <laughs> like four to five. Like I can carry oh, okay. it, you know, but I'm not like Carrie Underwood. Yeah, no, so. Tell you me. So it wouldn't be too bad. Carrie. We just find something everyone sings along. No one would hear me, right? See? Yeah, they have those. You know how they have lots of Thai and Chinese food and then they have karaoke afterwards and everybody's, you know, all hyped up? That's the best time to do it because you've been well fed and you're all sugared up and you go and yeah. do some karaoke and you start everybody sounds great because you know absolutely. they've had a lot think, of green tea. <laughs> absolutely. I think we'll have to do that. We'll have to do a karaoke party. We'll have to do yeah. a, a fun star music karaoke party. You could do one on your show. I think we're gonna have to do that. I I'm I'm <laughs> thinking that's gonna be fun. I will be calling you Danny. But they can't be professional singers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, or or that karaoke suicide where they pick songs that they would never sing. Oh, that could be funny. It could be kind of like a funny fun. thing, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you could be any person like Dolly Parton or Bonnie Wright or any position like a CEO or accountant or surgeon, who or what position would you want to be for the day and why? Um. Well. I've probably watched too much Spinal Tap lately, but <laughs> I would love to be an astronaut for the day. Yeah, oh, I'd love to be. I'd love to be a koala for the day. That would be awesome. Am I allowed to be a koala for the day? Absolutely. Why not? If I could turn into one animal, I'd turn into a koala, and I'd be an astronaut koala. An astronaut. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Oh. Too much coffee, Donna. I've had too much coffee. <laughs> I need to start having more coffee. I'm telling you. <laughs> what kind of coffee are you having, though? That might be the kind. I'm... <laughs> it was like vanilla flavored. You know how in America they have all those different flavorings? Yeah. I love it. Vanilla, some, vanilla caramel, I think. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. 
Okay, so that that's going to have to be the prerequisite for for all shows now. Everyone has to be like caffeinated <laughs> and sugared up, and and then we'll do them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. So, do you have any words of wisdom that you live by? And if so, what are they? Yes. Um. With my music, that kind of stems into me as well. It's all in one. Um, what I've learned in my journey is to stay true to who you are and be authentic in your music and sing songs from the heart that that you've either watched other people go through or that's just accentuates who you are as a person. So don't try to fit any box or formula because we've all got unique traits, an amalgamation of unique traits that are special uniquely special to each of us so if you stay true to that you're going to have a different journey to someone else but it's at least going to be your journey so that's what I've tried to stick to this whole time because the music industry is quite challenging to navigate but um as long as you stay who you are it's a little bit easier that's what I found absolutely yeah. I can't agree with that and not and music or any industry I mean yeah. you know, I mean I know some industries there's a little more professionalism but you know, regardless, you know, you got to Us musicians are very professional, aren't we? Us musicians are very professional, aren't we? We are. We are. We are absolutely professional. Yeah. Yeah. My day job is in healthcare. So sometimes, you know, I'm like, I'd like to be a little smart and say something, but I'm like, I know that's not appropriate, you know, but yeah. (laughs) It would be funny sometimes, but you know. Yeah, they're definitely the music industry is um every day is different that's for sure it is it is and I'm not, <laughs> it's not professional it's it's you know it's just a different profession if you've never been in it it's different it's like going from you know music to I don't know being a doctor I mean that's two different you know oh, yeah big time yeah you know of course but yeah that's are- always interesting hmm Absolutely. I would say pediatricians are, I would think more like musicians, they get to, you know, be silly a little bit more and, you know. I got asked once, uh, someone said, what's your profession? I said musician, but they misheard me wrong and they thought I said physician. And I had a good chuckle afterwards. (laughs) Definitely. So I know you were saying you're going to be spending some time in Nashville. What else do you have coming up with the, uh, obviously we're releasing the new album. So um, any expected gigs, things happening? You want to tell yeah. me about coming up? Um, so this, uh, actually, February the 26th, I'm playing at Yamava Casino with my trio. I've got a blues trio, and we've got a four-hour show at Yamava. So that's going to be epic. Uh, then I head over to, uh, in the middle of March, to Nashville, and i got some really great, amazing meetings with some people in country music that are big in that industry. And I've got a couple of shows lined up in California coming up. But the main thing is um, this album coming out, which has been a long time in the works, releasing something like this. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what doors opens up after Nashville. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't been back there in about six years. Wow. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm right there with you. I think the, oh, the pandemic caused some of that too, you know, stopping. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it put me about like two two years behind. So everything's opening up now, and new opportunities are, are being created, and um, musicians are collaborating again and recording, and there's a lot of movement going on. So it's a great time to be in America. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. There's always there's always stuff going on for musicians. 
even via oh, yeah. Zoom. I'm telling you, I'm just glad that uh, musicians. I don't know. Was that something you did during the pandemic? Did you start any co-writing or anything on Zoom? I did. I I wrote um, a song with a, a national writer called Marty Dodson, who's written for Kenny Chesney and a couple of other writers. We did it over Zoom. And then I also did a lot of live streaming during the pandemic. So that was real fun. A couple hours a day, actually. It was good because I could get that fix from the audience, like still performing, yeah. uh, even though it wasn't live. It still kind of was. So I'm glad we still had that. Oh, me too. In fact, yeah. I think some people got to know more artists that way too, because not everyone can get out and go to shows or into the music areas, right? And yeah. I, I saw a difference in some people like, oh, hey, I just found this new artist because she's doing live streams or, you wow, know, it's okay. really cool to see things like that happen. So, and, and it's great because I felt like a lot of musicians really uplifted people during that time. It, it was because of the entertainers and the music and the art that people were creating that when people sitting at home quite down, it it was people like us that were able to lift the, their spirits by doing what we love doing anyway. So I felt like that was a really good time for musicians during the pandemic to, to do live streaming. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I mean, definitely. Yeah. It, it did help a, a lot of people for sure. Yeah. Well, Miss Danny, it has been a pleasure having you on today and you are welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you, Donna. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for your quirky questions. Well, thank you for answering them, <laughs> as silly and quirky as they are. Thank, <laughs> Lovely. Friends, don't forget to go check out all the links in the description and uh, get Danny's newest album and debut album in that. Yes, Have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much. See you next time. See you soon. Thanks, Donna. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.